The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. That incident at a minor match in Roscommon, Gaelic football match, is where we're going to start the programme. The video is not entirely conclusive. It looks like the video that's circulating at the moment may have been edited slightly because we have a situation whereby at the very start of a game, the referee whistles up after a series of fouls. A man is seen walking from the side of the pitch, goes out of picture, and then the next thing we see is him walking away and the referee... How he got there, we don't know. Is flat on the ground, knocked out by the looks of it. Um, Morris Deegan, you're a former intercounty referee of many years, great distinction. Do we know yet what actually has happened to that uh, referee? Well, Matt, look at. Thanks for having me on to be able to. I suppose view my opinion and probably the opinions of all other referees throughout the country. Um, Kevin at the minute, like he's in still in hospital as far as I'm aware. This is Kevin Norton, uh, who is the referee. Right. Yes, yeah, he's he's still in hospital as far as I'm aware. And uh, I, I just text him briefly today just to wish him all the support of all, look at of every referee within the GA community. Um, but uh, look, as far as I'm as far as I'm aware, uh, anything like this that happens to a referee, it's 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 not a nice thing. To be honest with you, it's an assault. Uh, it would appear. I mean, we don't know the full because we haven't seen the video. But the reports are that this individual was verbally assaulting the referee. The referee effectively sent him off, even though it's the start of the game. And then this individual seems to have exer- ex- taken physical retribution against the referee. Yeah, well, that, that's exactly that's exactly what it seems to be uh, from the, the the video evidence that has seen, and like there is video evidence out there about it. But as you said at the start of your programme, it seems to be a little bit edited as to what really happened. But uh, look, I don't want to talk too much about that incident as such, because as far as I'm aware, I think the, the guard are, are looking into it. So, Well, they'd like, have to. I mean, there are people, you know, who would argue, Morris, that what happens on the football pitch or hurling pitch or whatever pitch is something for a sports own authorities to deal with. But in a situation like this, is it appropriate for the Gardaí to become involved? Well, in a, in a situation like this, yes. Uh, and as far as, look, as far as I know, this is it's not an, an isolated incident either, Matt. To be honest with you, this has happened. This is happening up and down the country, especially at juvenile and uh, club level all over the county. So it is. This is not an isolated incident. Yeah, actually, Morris, could it, be, could it be that for a referee, you're more likely to have bother from the crowd and from players and from mentors at that level that it, it wouldn't actually correct. be allowed yeah. at senior inter-county level? At inter-county level, to be honest with you, the, the biggest form of abuse is probably social media. At club level, it's probably verbal and physical um, because at inter-county level, they can't really get near you. But... Uh, at uh, club level, it's going to be always going to be verbal and it's going to be uh, physical and which will and which will have a knock-on effect in the years to come that it'll turn people off refereeing and we'll have a problem then in three or four years' time. How do we recruit referees to do these matches? Where do we get the referees to do these matches? This is This is going to be the knock-on effect of it. OK, I want to stay with us, Morris. I want to bring in Senator St. Castles of Fianna Fáil, who we've spoken to previously on the programme about 
referee safety and behaviour of spectators. Uh, this is not something you're new to, Shane, but yet how shocked were you by what you've seen happen in Roscommon? Absolutely, Matt. I mean, we were only talking, actually, would you believe, at the start of July, and here we are two short months later, and we've got this high-profile incident. Uh, it is shocking. And, you know, any of the abuse that me and you discussed before, whether that be verbal, online abuse, is shocking. But when you have a situation um, where someone is actually physically knocked out, as is clearly evident in the uh, video, and you can hear a spectator is actually calling for medics at the top of their voice. You know, that, that's toggery. That's what that is. Uh, and you talked about whether it's right and appropriate that Gardee should be involved. You know, this unfortunately has happened before. We remember the very high-profile incidents in Crow Park in 2010 with the mead loud Leinster final where the referee was literally chased off the field by spectators and physically assaulted, and that went to court. Uh, so there's a difference between, you know, what, what people kind of like say is, is acceptable with the rough and tumble of a match and a referee being actually physically assaulted. But Morris is right. Uh, this isn't an isolated incident. And only last week we had a report by Dr Noel Brick of Ulster University who cre- um, conducted an extensive study of some 438 GA referees 94% of whom said that they had suffered abuse. And shockingly, 23% of those surveys said that had been physical. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's shocking that a week after he uh, published his report in the Ulster University that you have this incident now all over the media being discussed. And I think I want to I back what David Goff, another high-profile referee like Morris and my own county man, to back what he said this lunchtime calling for real sanctions in respect of this and for a culture change. And when I discussed the Oireachtas report uh, that we just published in July, and we're going to be discussing this with both ministers of sport on Wednesday week in committee, uh, we called for a culture change. We have got provisions within it that where clubs and, and where um, organisations are falling down that we can halt funding. But in tandem with that, we need a culture change within our sports as well. What sort of culture change? Is this down to sort of people getting maybe too absolutely het up about something that really doesn't matter too much? That, you know, when it comes to it could be a minor championship match or it could even be an under-14 soccer game in various sports, that you get parents and mentors losing the run of themselves entirely on the sideline, uh, abusing players, abusing referees, creating a culture that is pretty ridiculous. And that's exactly it. It is pretty ridiculous. I, I saw for many years standing on sidelines when I was a sports journalist and seeing some of the idiots that would occupy the sidelines. And also now as a dad going to my, my kids' GA matches. And, you know, in, in the main, and I think I want to stress this, people are, the majority are absolutely there for the good of the organisation. They're there for the good of the kids. And it only takes one idiot to ruin it. And, for example, organisations as well, in particular the GA, have cleaned up their act massively over the past. I remember in the 80s, you'd have as many guys on the sideline as there would be on the pitch. That has all changed. Subs are now in the stand. There's a technical area for managers. But, like, unfortunately, in this instance, this seems to have been a mentor himself. I mean, so at what point do you say we can't have anyone on the sideline if we can't trust people there? Back to you, Morris Deegan. How many years did you actually referee for? Well, I refereed, uh, I, I'm refereeing, I'd say, 23, 24 years. Uh, I refereed inter-county level, uh, I would say, for the goods of 20 years. Um, luckily enough, I've never been physically assaulted. I have been verbally verbally assaulted, all right, at both club and inter-county. And, but at inter-county, probably social media abuse is probably a lot more prevalent, to be honest with you. How did that but, make you feel about doing the job as a referee? 
Look, to be honest with you, referees are human at the end of the day. They also have feelings as well. and like They're not going out there to to do one team or to do the other team. They're going out to do the, the, the best that they can do and the best job that they can do. But if they go out and do a job, and then all of a sudden, and I keep going back to it, and, and, and if they go out to do this job, and then all of a sudden they're either physically, verbally, or social media has a top of them, It'll make them think twice. Well, why do I bother doing this? And as I said to you earlier in the programme, we're going to have a serious problem where the recruitment of referees is going to be a big issue. And down the line, we will be struggling to have referees to do matches. Yeah, and so what should the GA do? I mean, what has it done to protect you? What was it done to protect you in certain circles? Had you ever reported to the GA the type of abuse that you've had and what sort of support did you get then in response? What has to happen, and it has to happen at local level, it has to start at local level. So it has to start at county level first. So whether it be Least GA, whether it be Roscommon GA, whoever it is, they have to back the referee 100%. And they have to issue the sanctions that needs to be issued. If it is seen that uh, a sanction is issued by the CCC and then the CHC, the hearings committee, come in and then they revert back to a lesser, a lesser sanction, well, that just makes a mockery of what the referee has done. And then when the referee goes out then the next day to do the match, he's going to think twice in his head, well, why would I bother giving a red card here? I know it's going to be overturned. And also then he's not getting the proper support then of the local, uh, we'll say the local uh, county team, county uh, executives. Shane Castles, going back to you, this isn't just a GA issue. This is a societal issue which applies to many sports, isn't it? Because we've had plenty of examples of this sort of behaviour happening at all sorts of levels in football as well. And people are texting in about basketball even at games having issues like this. Yeah, and I discussed this issue with Gerard Perry, the chair of the FEI uh, Referees Association at the weekend as well. I mean, 66% of their referees retire within two years following the completion of their beginner's referees course because of, of just abuse and, and walking away from the game. Um, and in fairness, apart from the pillar sports, when we did our piece of work on this, uh, 16 of the other so-called minority sports also reported into us. I mean, Hockey Ireland have a great initiative in terms of a cooling-off period between players and officials and coaches after a match, so there's, there's no interaction. I think, I also want to pay tribute to Morris. I know Morris has been in, in the media over the past 24 hours talking about the impact of social media uh, and, and on referees as well. He's 100% right. Because a lot of the online abuse then fuels this kind of hate that becomes pent up on sidelines as well. Guys nearly think it's acceptable because they've been saying this online and they get to a, a club match or a county match they think it's actually acceptable to act this out now. It's not. It's absolutely not. Uh, and I think it's maybe unfortunate that we're going to have to see Gardaí become involved with this to actually show some guys, you know what, you can't go and physically abuse someone at a match. But there's so many layers to it now. This has become a very high-profile incident because a referee, uh, and my, my, my best wishes are with Kevin, was actually physically, um, allegedly physically assaulted. Um, but it is happening online. It is happening in terms of, as Morris said, at, at club matches, in terms of verbal abuse. 
and as a culture and as a society, we need to change. Tom Ryan addressed this at the GA, uh, in his report in February. We've got dwindling numbers of people uh, picking up uh, the whistle and going out. I want to pay tribute to the Ladies Gaelic Football Association and uh, the work that they are doing because they're promoting young girls to actually pick up the whistle and actually uh, be on the pitch. And as a result, young players um, have respect because they see their peers actually refereeing the match. And so-called idiot dads in the sideline mightn't be as quick to actually abuse a young referee as a senior referee. And they're trying to encourage young referees into the system. I know my own little girl, when she's playing, she sees a Mead County star, Sarah Perdley, actually refereeing. And so they see respect for their officials because their peers are there actually refereeing the matches that they're at. And that's the culture change we need. Well, I want to finish with you, Morris Stegan, because I'm going to read you a message which has come in. And I'm sure you've had to put up with this on so many occasions It says, the problem is referees are such poor quality and they frustrate players and officials. But Morris, even if a referee is having a bad day or is a poor referee, no matter how frustrated players and officials are, surely they have to respect the maxim that the referee is right even when the referee is wrong. Well, look, at at the end of the day, like the referee, the referee is there to do a job. He goes and he does the job, whether he does it good, bad or indifferent. The biggest thing here is that we have to respect the referee more. We are not respecting the referee at the end of the day. And to be able to respect the referee and to, to give the full support and backing of the referee when they're actually doing matches is, at the end of the day, has to come from the top. And then it has to feed itself all the way down then, as I said, then to the local But, but the Morris, and as well as that, there's quite a few texts coming in now as well saying that there is a cultural issue that whatever faults you might have with rugby, in rugby, the referee rules totally. Only the captain talks to the referee. Correct. And if there's any back shot, you get marched down the pitch 10 metres and maybe another 10 metres and it simply doesn't happen. No, that doesn't happen. No. Uh, when you're refereeing a match in, in Gaelic uh, in Gaelic football or Harlan or Camogie or whatever it is, and Shane will agree with me on this, is that if you make a decision, you could have four or five players coming at you wondering what the decision is for. So it's sort of like an intimidating type of a, a situation. And that's going on. Like, don't forget now, Matt, a referee during a match at any given time could have to make 100 decisions, 200 decisions in a game. He might might not be perfect. He might not get them all right. But he will get at least 99% of them right. And for that 1% that he doesn't get right, this is the problem. This is where he gets barracked out of it. Which is totally, totally wrong. And at the end of the day, and I've said it already, a referee is human, just like the player is human, just like the mentor is human, just like the supporters are humans. Thank you very much, Maurice Deegan, for being with us and also Senator Shane Castles. And uh, hopefully uh, the victim of this particular assault will recover quickly and hopefully a guard investigation will get to the bottom of what it is happened and then an appropriate response will happen. Uh, there's a listener here, interesting text, Niall and Tala. Uh, this has to change culturally. In some areas, it's a form of bravado to hit the referee. I work with a guy who introduced himself as being from Ratnu, the place where the referee ended up in the boot of a car. Yeah, that's a famous story. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.